your mm-hmm. body goes into the specific defense pattern that then right. your ribs go out because think of it like a circuit breaker. If yeah. it, that circuit breaker didn't flip and your ribs didn't go out like that and you didn't have that sensation of pain and that signal that something needed to change, then you'd probably yeah. continue on that trajectory and what else would break yes. down? Yeah. We often hear people wishing us a long, happy, and healthy life. But what if the length isn't what matters most? What if instead it's the breath, depth, and purpose of each day that matters most? Welcome to the Live the Width of Your Life podcast. My name is Annette Ardellian-Kuzma, and join me weekly as I interview guests who made changes in their own lives to live more fully with intention, gratitude, and joy. Be prepared to be inspired by their stories of how they shifted their mindset, took courageous action, and designed the life that they always wanted to live. Welcome back to Live the Width of Your Life podcast. Thank you so much for joining me. I'm so grateful that you are here and tuning in. And one of the benefits of hosting a podcast is just getting to meet amazing people who do really cool things in the world and having conversations, having really interesting in-depth conversations about topics that maybe you weren't even prepared to talk about. My guest today is Dr. Danny Stetzel. She is a network spinal chiropractor and breathwork facilitator that guides people home to themselves. Raised as a third generation chiropractor, she knew there was magic in a person's unique human operating system. And through studies like pause breathwork facilitator training, learning human design and network spinal level three certification that became even clearer. Her mission is to help people discover the magic of their system so they can experience optimal life. We had just such an interesting conversation, and you never know the direction that these are going to go to. So Danny really spent some time sharing her unique perspective on how the shape, tension, and tone of our spine can shape the very fabric of our lives. She talked a little bit about common misconceptions about chiropractic care, and she even walked through her approach and how she works with clients specifically. We talked a little bit about a recent incident I had with my spinal system and actually my ribs kind of being displaced. And we talked about how these contractions or moments of discomfort and pain and pain reveal the catalyst for transformation and pivotal choices that actually can help move us forward in our lives. We spent time talking about all things energy, consciousness, and the quantum field. It was such an interesting conversation, and I learned so much about Danny, but also so much about these things that she cares so deeply about. If you are curious about anything tied to consciousness and energy and nervous system and just about living a life that you love, even things like human design, I think you're really going to enjoy today's conversation. Have a listen. Danny, thank you for joining me today. I'm so excited to have you on the show. Thank you for having me. I'm stoked to be here. And I know you and I were just talking before we even joined. You and I are part of the same mastermind group. And I think there's probably close to 30 women in the group now, something like that. And while we get to see each other every week and we participate in meetings together, it's so nice to have one-on-one time and get to hear people's stories and how they got to where they are. And also figure out how we joined ourselves like on the same journey and one way with the mastermind. So for those that haven't met you before and don't necessarily know a lot about you, tell us a little bit about your journey and how you got to where you are today. Okay. Loaded question. (laughs) (laughs) 
So I am a third generation chiropractor on like the high level. That means I grew up as a chiropractic kid going to seminars. I was always like what they call a chiro brat, the kid at the back of the room <laughs> sitting on the floor running around, you know. And one of the amazing things about that was I saw it was so much more than a profession because often mm. people go into a career and they're just going to like basically make money. They'll probably help people and maybe they have the passion for helping people first, but they know that they're there to do their job, make money, retire, and then do what they really want to do. Yeah. <laughs> and so what you really see when you get into chiropractic as it's meant to be is these people that are so heart-driven and so philosophically based because they're there knowing that your nervous system is the access point for your entire world. And when that is clear and that's open, then you can have the fullest experience of life possible and be the most you possible. So I grew up knowing that and seeing that mm. your body has this inborn innate intelligence. So that was awesome. That brought me through a sordid journey to chiropractic school. In chiropractic school, I found network, which I didn't know what it was at the time. So that's a funny story too. But yeah. And what is network? Network is a technique in chiropractic. So oh. there's actually like, a hundred plus different techniques. Most people don't realize oh. that. Yeah, I didn't know that. Yeah. This one is called a tonal technique because we're dealing with the tone of the nervous system. So when we look at someone's body, you can look at it just as a structure, but it's not just a structure. We know that. And we also know from dealing with energy, from breath work, that when you start to breathe differently, then you have a different experience of your body. Your energy is different. There's a different tone in your nervous system. So when we start to look at someone's body and their nervous system and what tone is really running the show, we can start to understand why they're having a certain disease pattern or certain like thing happening in their system because of the tone that's running through their system. So that's oh what we God. really deal with. That's amazing. So tell us a little bit more about tone because I'm not sure that I'm even 100% sure of what that means. Okay. So a quote that might start the moving us in that direction is from Donnie Epstein, who's the developer of Network Spinal, which is what I practice. And he's quoted as the shape, tension, and tone of your spine determines mm. the shape, tension, and tone of your life. So oh if we look at it like that, if you think of a guitar, right, the, the shape of the guitar, and I'm not a guitar, like a, yeah. about them. and then how taut or how loose the strings are is going to determine yeah. the sound that comes out. Mm. Right. So if you have a really, really finely tuned guitar, it's going to sound so beautiful, but if it's slightly off or it hasn't been taken care of in a while, then you're going to play it and you're like, Ooh, something's off. And it's yeah. really the same thing for us. So if, I have a lot of tension in my nervous system, a lot of tension in my neck and a lot of tension in my tailbone and my spine's being pulled forward, like yes. I'm in a keto position, yes. <laughs> tone that's moving through my nervous system, like nails on a chalkboard. So simply put, it's like a frequency moving through your body that's yeah. informing all of your cells. Wow. Well, of course, that every time I talk to a chiropractor or anyone, I start to sit up a little bit nicer because <laughs> I'm like, our posture, of course, is impacted. And that is so interesting. So what would you say to someone who maybe is heard about chiropractic, but has never tried it and maybe has some misconceptions about what it is and what it isn't? Walk us through what an appointment would look like and what somebody, the benefits that they would be able to experience, even from just like a first session. Okay. 
that's the beauty of even meeting you in this mastermind because my evolution as a chiropractor is massive. And sometimes yes. <laughs> I don't even like to introduce myself as a chiropractor because people have so many preconceived notions of what that means. Right. So with my sessions, when someone signs up for care, I like them to have the understanding that this is probably isn't what they thought they were looking for. Mm. Let's say they have a pain in their neck or back and they just want to go to the chiropractor, get popped or cracked, and then right. go back into their day and not really be an active participant as much. When I start with someone, we do a deep dive in their history and not just the physical things that have happened in their lives, but what are the, the mental, emotional things that have impacted their nervous system? If they know what was life like for mom when they were in the womb, what was their birth process like? What were their early years like and how did they relate to their early years? Because all of those things are really telling us how their nervous system's programmed. And then from there, we're looking at the, the posture patterns that are showing up which it can be a window into someone's structure, but it's also a window into how their nervous system's holding their energy. Because if someone's walking around like a question mark, right? There's yeah. a certain pattern or frequency in their nervous system that's giving me a lot of information. So that's the session. I'll ask someone what's going on in their lives. We'll start to see on that bigger picture, how is that impacting their nervous system and how are they showing up in their lives? because that'll help us see where in their system is there a miscommunication in the energy. Maybe there's a certain pattern coming up and how can we help it be more energized because your energy state yeah. determines the outcome of everything. So one pattern yeah. that's not energized, you energize that pattern and you go from being a victim into being the victor. It's so amazing to talk about the nervous system and to talk about energy within our body. And like you said, some people might think, oh, it's about being adjusted or getting popped and that's it. But even being adjusted, I know I read recently that it increases cerebral fluid to the brain. Like there's a lot of movement and energetically that works. I do go to the chiropractor often because my system for some reason seems very loose sometimes. I don't even know the best way to describe it, but sometimes I feel some shifts and for me, it's interesting. My ribs get moved out of place. That's sort of a thing that happens to me. And it happened this weekend, which is a little crazy. And you take for granted when things are not aligned and when your nervous system as maybe, I don't even know what the right word is. I felt like I was under attack. I couldn't breathe properly. I couldn't sit without pain. It really was just complete inflamed. And when that happens, and when you're so aware of it, I just felt like I need to remedy this. And so I did see my chiropractor, which made me feel really good. But there's also times probably where we're not even aware of it. Like you said, we're just carrying tension or postures. So what would it look like to really maintain a healthy practice for us? One of nourishing the nervous system, but also, you know, maybe seeing what you do in terms of this network spinal chiropractic practice, like what would it look like to be optimally healthy? And what are the things that we could be doing to support ourselves better? So an awareness piece that kind of come in, you mentioned that your ribs can go out a lot. So mm -hmm. what we'd want to look at is what's the pattern of being that you're in that mm -hmm. your body goes into the specific defense pattern that then right. your ribs go out because think of it like a circuit breaker. If yeah. it, that circuit breaker didn't flip and your ribs didn't go out like that and you didn't have that sensation of pain and that signal that something needed to change, then you'd probably yeah. continue on that trajectory and what else would break yes. down? Yeah. Right? 
So that's where like the consciousness that we're in when something's happening and what we're experiencing in life and the pattern of our being that's coming up. That's really what I love to um, help people start to realize because yeah. when you can have more awareness of how you're being, how you're showing up and how you're either authentically or not authentically using your energetic system, then you have so much more autonomy and so much more ability to actually impact your life and live your truest life. Mm. So yeah. that's a big piece. And just to clarify around even the adjustment that I do, it's a very gentle touch. So there's no structural manipulation. Sometimes okay. network practitioners will do some structural adjusting, but we're really looking to optimize what's already happening. So we're increasing the bandwidth, mm. we're increasing the flow, as opposed to removing a fixation or looking at something as wrong. So oh, beautiful. That is so beautiful. And I know it's so interesting because up until the point where this happened again with my ribs, I was outside meditating, totally relaxing, but then I got up and I left that state of relaxation because I was going to do some work. And in that moment when it happened, I was like, no, all I can do is lay flat on my back. And it's so interesting because the next morning, because I rested, my aura ring was like, you are like my readiness score. My recovery was like super high because I didn't move. All I did was like rest read a book, relax, take naps, etc. And so I trusted that my body was saying, well, you weren't listening. <laughs> so we're just going to give you a, a, a make it impossible for you to do the things that you probably would continue to do and just take a break. Right. And, and it's so amazing. And after a couple of days and a little bit of help, I feel great. Like, I feel like it's exactly what I needed. So tell me a little bit about your continued journey, because you grew up as a kid watching your parents. Was it your father or your both. mother? Who was oh it? Both. Oh, oh, amazing. So you knew a lot about the body. You knew a lot about energetics. And I think that's such a gift. But you continued on your journey and your path. So tell me a little bit more about what you've done, even beyond this network spinal chiropractic. Yeah. So... The fun story is starts how network found me because when I was in undergrad, mm. I actually knew nothing about energy. In undergrad, I was a CrossFit coach. I just wanted to be in the gym all the time. I was in exercise <laughs> science as my area of study. And one of my professors walked in one day and he was a little quirky. And he came in saying, I just saw my network chiropractor. He just goes boop, 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 boop up my spine. And I go, woo. And I feel so <laughs> much better. And I was like, this guy is a a wackadoodle. <laughs> and I said to him, well, there's this thing called mixing. It's not actually chiropractic. And it sounds like that's what that is. And he was like, oh, because who am I? Yeah. Literally just ignorant speaking. But then I got to school and luckily for me, my new friend in school was going to an intro talk at this chiropractor's office in Asheville in North Carolina. Mm -hmm. And I went with her because new friends. Yeah. And he starts doing his talk to basically new clients and people that haven't heard of chiropractic before. And he's saying all the right words that I knew to be true, but I'd never actually heard someone say. And it was how our nervous systems interact with our environment and how life starts to just put us into these defense postures and all these things. Mm. And I was like, yeah. And then he goes to do a demo on his wife to show the work. And the first one, he just made a gentle touch and it looked like breath just moved through her whole body. And I was like, wow, that's cool. Okay. Yeah. And the second touch, it was slightly different. His fingers were just on his side like this and he just pulled slightly and she started to stretch into his fingers. And then I was like, wait, what? Huh? 
That's interesting. So she couldn't see what he was doing. He was no. like above her. Yeah. Right. And then the third one, his hands are on her sacrum and he's still like this. And he just starts moving his fingers slightly and a wave starts moving through her spine. Her body's moving. And I was like, okay, you lost me. This is voodoo. It's not actually chiropractic. Yeah. <laughs> but of course he asked for a demo and I was like, me. <laughs> yeah. And Curious. Right. He made one touch on my spine and it was like my body was breathed. Everything felt so light. It was the most amazing feeling. And that, I'd like to say that started my network journey, but it took me a year to actually finally be open to it because it just challenged my paradigm Mm. of what I knew chiropractic to be so much until I realized it was the most chiropractic thing I've ever experienced. But once I started learning, luckily for me, that that practitioner, his name is Brian Lum, and at the time was one of the top teachers in network. Since then, he's left and started creating his own modality, which is also amazing. But he worked with Tony Robbins. He has worked with a lot of different people. So by being in his practice and receiving care there, I was opened up to a whole world that I didn't even know existed. I went to my first Tony Robbins programs in school, ended up doing all of his programs because I just got hooked. And it led me down this path of personal development and growth that was wild. But that also led me to taking, when I graduated school, a practitioner in Phoenix, Mike Solomon, he passed away unexpectedly. And because this technique is so niche, it's not like you can just have another chiropractor come in because people are there for a very specific thing. Yeah. Um, and so two of my mentors called me and they said, I don't know what you're doing. I don't know if you already have plans, but this just happened and we really need someone in his office until we figure out what to do and how to support these people. So that was at the beginning of March. By the end of March, I was in Phoenix, never been there before. And yeah, that's the start of that journey. And it culminated in really feeling like realizing that there was more for me to do than just chiropractic. Chiropractic itself Mm -hmm. is so powerful. And there are people that are here on this world to be chiropractors. And I'm here to be a guide and to help people realize how they can unlock their own systems and really, I said, live their optimal life, right? And what does that really mean? Because it's so obscure, but your Mm -hmm. optimal life is you living your most authentic signature of who you are through your human operating system. And when that happens, then everything can align. So you are taking the actions that are really for you. You're showing up authentically in full expression, whatever that looks like for you. Some people that's loud and boisterous, some people that's quiet and calm and reserved, but we all have our own unique operating system. So because I was in that office, it cultivated enough pain because I just wasn't living authentically that I Mm. found pause breath work because I needed something to save me because I felt like I could save myself. Um, yeah. And luckily through that, it opened up this whole world. It was really where I was supposed to be. So life always guides us to where we're supposed to go. But I'm so grateful for where I am right now. It's so interesting because you said I couldn't save myself, but of course we can and we do. And it's just finding maybe the right guides, finding the right program, finding the right container that helps to support us and reminds us that we are so powerful. Now, I wonder, now that you're talking about this, this network spinal technique, I think I've seen people. Is Brian the one that was on the Goop special with Gwyneth Paltrow and maybe some other celebrities? Because I saw someone else do something that sounds very similar. Okay. Okay. Is that the same technique? 
also classically trained as a network practitioner. Now, so these practitioners have started to work more with the field. So when their hands are off yeah. the body, that is technically not network. Because okay. It's a chiropractic technique. So we deal with yeah. hands on the body and that quantum field is everywhere yeah. and animates everything. And it's really yeah. what we're dealing with in the body as well. So yes. All right. Okay, so let's talk about the quantum field, right? <laughs> so I know this is something that you're really interested in, and let's just talk about that. So when people hear the quantum field, which maybe was a term that you may have heard in a science class in the past, but now we're starting to see it in books, we're starting to see people talk about it, it's a little bit more mainstream. So what does that mean to you, or what have you discovered about the quantum field? I think most of this has opened up through learning network, but also Bruce Lipton yeah. and Joe Dispenza. So yes, of course. Right. Yes. Um, both of their works have really opened up my mind to how much more is possible. And mm. th that quantum field, I'm not an expert by any means. So yeah. this is my interpretation, but yes. it's that energy and information that exists and animates everything. Mm -hmm. And it's where everything starts and where everything ends. And if we can just tap in and be really present with that animation of all that is, then we have so much more ability to follow the truest path, right? Because yeah. it's when we're disconnected from ourselves and we're disconnected from all of that, then we aren't really receiving those messages. We're not receiving that download, that information that's possible. So that didn't really address your question, but no, I think it did. And I think because we want to be able to say, how do we explain this in the everyday world? And for me, it's through probably Joe Dispenza, like you said, is reminder that we are all energy and we limit ourselves in terms of our understanding of who we are, what we are and our connection to others by only focusing in on what we could see, right? The the matter and seeing that instead of focusing in on the energy. But I think that when you are open to it and you really allow yourself to drop in and pay attention in a way with your body, with your energy, with a different alignment to source, you just open yourself up to an understanding that is so much bigger and more amazing. And then I do think that that's when some of these other modalities find us. When we suddenly are curious in a way that we weren't before. Maybe we weren't even able to receive information because we were so limited before. And so it sounds like even your connection to network, right, happened when you were exposed and then you were curious and then you dove a little bit deeper. And then suddenly, as you said, that door opened up where you're like, wow, I'm being offered an opportunity to go to Phoenix because something happened to someone else, unfortunately. And you said yes. So how much of your journey and your experiences that you've had has opened up because you were open to saying yes to new opportunities in life? Oh my gosh. <laughs> um, all of them? Yeah, right? <laughs> no. Uh, what's really interesting is that sometimes we have to have the crunch at mm. certain points in our journey. As we're really learning about ourselves, uh, learning mm. about energy especially, sometimes we need a, a really big contraction and a lot of pain to propel us into actually trusting ourselves, actually saying yes to those things that are for us or no to the things that aren't for us, right? right? And so yeah. for some of those yeses that I finally said where I jumped, it was that. There was a big enough contraction that life was painful enough that I finally moved. 
for Phoenix, it was just that pure soul call (laughs) of this opportunity was there. And I was like, this is okay. Yeah, we're moving. And same thing with the mastermind that we're in. It was that soul call, that pull. And Mm -hmm. you mentioned the energy. And when we line up with that specific energy and our energies is vibrating at that frequency of who we really are, then those opportunities that are there for us are just, they're there. And they're so clear. They are so clear. And I just think about this. I've never been in a container, in a group, and in an environment before with all women, so many women, and to feel zero competition, zero sense of like limitations, limited resources or availability or anything. And it has just been so life-changing. I mean, it really has been just because when you start off with this intention that we all have to serve and to do great things in the world and to put ourselves in the space to continue to work through our own stuff, to feel the crunch, the contractions, right? To move through it collectively. It's just amazing. And I felt that soul pull, the pull like you, like I felt like, oh, I have to say yes to this, even though my thinking mind was a huge investment, right? Of time, of resources, of money, all of it. But at the same time, I knew that the answer was yes. But I don't think anyone could have articulated what it feels like to be in a group like this and to meet people that are sort of on the same journey. So when you talked about a contraction, what did it like when you do have contractions? Because I still feel them sometimes. And I think my little rib issue is one of those. Tell me what it feels like for some people that maybe aren't familiar with the term. And they're like, what does that feel like? What is this crunch, this contraction that they're talking about? But that's a great question because that can be so different for everyone, Mm -hmm. right? So you mentioned that your rib could have been a contraction, right? So for some people, a contraction might be a disease process. They might have been diagnosed with something and they realize Mm -hmm. that they have a choice point where they can live differently. They can show up differently and have a different outcome, or they continue on the path that they're on and get more of the same outcome. Mm -hmm. For some people, that contraction might be like really feeling the soul pain of not giving your gifts or feeling Mm -hmm. the pain of not being able to keep up, feeling like you can't manage your circumstances or that you're not moving far enough, fast enough. Mm -hmm. For me, a contraction was being in an abusive relationship that I was just keeping myself in for years and I was just taking it. And finally, it was painful enough that I said, you can't treat people like this and expect them to stay. And I left. And that was such a big contraction, but it propelled me into my life. Yeah, yeah. Another contraction of, again, really feeling I was in the wrong place. It felt like I was in the wrong place doing the wrong thing. And in reality, I was not fully expressing myself and fully honoring that voice that was inside of me that was saying, okay, there's so much more for you. When you don't listen to that, then we look at all these outside things of the reasons why it's wrong. Of it's my boss or it's my job or I'm not supposed to be doing this thing or it's my partner. So often we'll externalize that when in reality we just have that internal crunch. We felt anxiety or depression. Like I said, it could be a disease process itself or it could just be this sense of almost existential dread of something's wrong. Yeah. In reality, it's just that cue. 
Right. I love that. Thank you for sharing. I think what the examples are, but also what it feels like for you. And I know for me too, when I feel it in my body, sometimes it's a heaviness in my heart, uh, a heaviness. I always say it feels like a baby elephant's like sitting on my chest, or sometimes it's like a queasiness in my solar plexus and my gut. I'm like, oh, and I've learned to just get curious and to say, or pulling something, right? Like where something takes me out. Luckily, it hasn't been any sort of disease, but definitely physical pain. And I always get to a place of curiosity now and am much more loving with it. In the past, I think I would be okay, shrug it off, move past it, try to push through whatever it is. But now I'm curious and going, why am I feeling this way? What are these signals telling me? What do I need to do with this information? Because I do believe that we're sent these nudges, these signals, our body, our nervous system knows what our guides are telling us. Something's not working. And we're going to continue to remind you. And it might get more painful (laughs) until you're ready to take action on it, right? And then when you do, I love that you shared how it just propelled you forward. Because I do feel like the times of greatest growth have been when I was like, okay, this is a little scary. I'm going to do it anyway. I'm going to move forward, take this chance. And then suddenly you just see yourself just elevating to new levels like before, just never before. So I guess my question to you is, I want to go back to your mission where you said your mission is to help people discover the magic of their system so they can experience their optimal life. And it's a huge mission. I love it, but it's so specific too, because it's really about helping folks and through what you teach, through what you've learned, et cetera, to, as you said, define their optimal life, which is so unique to them. But what does that look like for you? How have you been able to do this for yourself? And then why do you want to help other people do the same? Yeah, that's a great question because I am very much still on that path. And I think that's the beauty of it. Because when we're really called to teach something, often our medicine, and this comes from one of my teachers, Perry Chase, she's awesome. But she said that your medicine comes from your darkest wound place. Yeah. Mm. So that thing that we're really called to bring forth into the world, like often we really need to get that intimate awareness and that intimate felt sense of what it's like to not be in that, to not listen to to what your truth is telling you, yeah. right? So that we actually have, we've been through the trenches with people so that mm-hmm. when we're talking to a client or we're talking to someone that we can bring that forward for them as well. So that's been a lot of my experience and my journey. I like to weave in human design to my work mm. with people as well. And I'm going to say an extrapolation, a different version of human design is Gene Keys. And gene keys, if you are familiar with human design, you see the gates. You have some gates colored in and some not. The gates that you have colored in, they correspond and correlate with the gene keys. So that's like the more feminine path where the human design is a more masculine path. There's a structure there. Whereas gene keys, it's really like the journey of your life and the themes that you'll experience. It's super fun. I know that you'll probably love it. <laughs> I want to learn more about it. And uh-huh. I know very, I know a little bit about human design, okay. just because we've been talking about it within our group. And I'm a manifest generator. It totally resonated with me because I will mm-hmm. gladly have 10 projects going at the same time that I'm super passionate about all of them. <laughs> um, but I think I heard the gene keys on a recent podcast. Do you listen to wake the fake up? 
with no, Shereen. I want to. It's so good. It's so fun. And he's a CEO of a supplement company called Symbiotica, and they have like all natural oh, yeah. stuff. But he's very interesting fellow. And he had a guest on, I think, who wrote the book about the Gene Keys. And so tell tell me a little bit more, just in basic understanding of like maybe human design and then the Gene Keys, if, if in case anyone is very curious about learning more about them. Yeah, absolutely. So with human design, this was something that was downloaded from Ra Uruhu, I want to say his name. I've okay. butchered that right now. Um, <laughs> but there's been an evolution of this information where there's five core types. There's a reflector, which is the most rare. So funny I started with that. A projector, generator, manifesting generator, and then a manifester. And that at its most basic, if you like look at your chart on Jovian Archives, which is a place where you can go get your free chart or myhumandesign.com, both places. Yeah. Sometimes you look at it and you're like, because it's this interesting, like there's nine different centers on there and there's yes. connecting them and some are colored in and some aren't. So you look at it and it kind of looks like goblin. It's overwhelming. Yeah. Right. <laughs> but all of them will give you what you are. So what's mm -hmm. your core type? And then your authority and your strategy. And if you just understand those three things, it can mm -hmm. really help you start to understand your operating system and how to best navigate your life. So okay. for me, I'm a generator, a pure generator. My strategy is to respond mm -hmm. and my authority is my sacral. So what does that all of that mean? I'm yeah. really here to be a magnet to those things that are for me and then respond to life. So let's mm. say I've been really looking for community over the last year. And that's been just a huge pull and a huge pain in my life because I'm still cultivating this thing. And then I saw the mastermind pop up and I knew right away my sacral response was a yes. Yeah. So mm -hmm. for someone that has a sacral authority, then that is more a sound. So it'll be like a, or you know, the, yeah, yeah. Whatever that is for you. <laughs> they're very sound driven and anything that's a no would be like, uh, or a very clear no. Yeah. So for me with that specific example of that community, I had this desire, the universe brought me a thing that I got to respond to. It was a clear yes for me. And now here we are. Yeah. Whereas if I didn't listen to that, which I've done in other places, it can be a timing thing too. The office that I was in, it was a clear yes when I got there. And then at mm -hmm. one point, there were things that turned into a no and I didn't listen. So the mm. not self theme is frustration. So I got really frustrated yeah. there because I wasn't listening to my authority telling me that it was time to respond to something differently. Mm -hmm. So that's just an example as a generator, but it's just an amazing way to start to like learn how to navigate your life in a more authentic and cleaner way for you. Well, I would love for you to help me read my chart because I'm like, I know my type and that's about it. I need help on all the other. And then it's interesting. And then the gene keys, like you said, goes even deeper, kind of looks at, so it starts with that. And then you go even deeper into, you said the life's journey. Yeah. So there's three different sequences in it. There's your activation sequence, which is basically like your life's path. And then it goes into your Venus sequence, which is really around like your heart and relationships. And then I always forget the name of the one that's in the center, but it's more like career, like purpose driven. Okay. And like for me, I know in my life's work, I have Gene Key 6 as my life's work at the top. And then it's 36. And that is supposed to be almost like the Jesus path. So the kind mm. of thing where you go through a lot of dark nights of the soul, a lot of trials. And yeah. in this, 
each gene key has, there's a shadow frequency of that gene key. There's the gift frequency. So as you move through those shadows, then you start to experience more of the gifts. And then there's what's called the city, which is like the actualized, like, oh, God form, I'll say, the highest yeah. form of that gene yeah. key. Wow. Yeah. So you can start to see this path and the specific themes that you'll experience. Like for gene key six, I forget the name of the gene key, but I think the shadow is like polarity. If I've read it, it's the pull of masculine and feminine, the war that can happen mm. between those two. But then the gift is diplomacy of being able to actually like see both sides and be a beacon for both sides. And then the city is peace. Oh, so beautiful. Yeah. So you oh can my gosh. Through this path. It's really wonderful. Wow. That is so interesting. I definitely want to learn more about that. And Danny, tell us about the ways that we can support you. What are you currently working on? How could people work with you? How can they find you if they are drawn in like I am to your light and your energy? Absolutely. I am starting to do some human design reading. So if that's something that you're interested in, then we can absolutely schedule a call with that. You need to have your exact time of birth. There are some practitioners that can do reverse engineer your chart. Yeah. I'm not one of them. So <laughs> uh, you need your exact time of birth and your location, but okay. then we can really see what's your design. And that's actually something that I work into my core offering, which is a six month container where we go through your design and your makeup. We see what's your human design, but then even more than that, something we didn't talk about with network is that there's five different energetic intelligences that we're working with. And it's really like, if you look at your nervous system as the mushroom cloud that organizes your body, these intelligences, they make your connective tissue work appropriately. They help your immune system and your emotional system work appropriately. So if we can start to see where are you energized and resourced and where are you less resourced, and connected, how can we help all of these things start to work together, then we can help you navigate your life more fully. And that also includes breath work and some remote mm. care. So that's oh my gosh, offering. Amazing. And do people need to be in the same location as you or do you offer these virtually as well? Great question. Those two offerings are virtual. In person, if someone's in Phoenix, or sometimes yeah. we'll fly for care. So if you wanted to fly in for care, you could. <laughs> but uh, Network Spinal is an in-person offering that I have. Okay. Amazing. Amazing. I am so grateful for everything you've shared today. And I do have a final question for you. Yes. And I ask everyone, it's tied to the question of the title of the podcast, which is about living the width of your life. What does that mean to you to live the width of your life? Living the width of my life. It's really experiencing that satisfaction in each moment from saying yes to those things that are for me and from really following my joy and allowing like the wonder of life in each moment to be the thing that guides me into every action I take and every interaction I have with people so that I can just be my fully lit up self and support other people in doing that as well. I love it. It's so good. And just seeing you and talking to you and knowing you, Danny, that just comes through. I mean, you're just pure light and radiant. And so I'm so grateful for our time together. Thank you for sharing of your experience, your knowledge. And I will include all the details about you and how folks can work with you in the show notes. Thank you so much for your time today. Thank you so much for this opportunity. It was so fun. <laughs> 
Thank you for listening to today's episode. If today's conversation inspired you to dream again, break out of your comfort zones, or reflect on what it means to you to live more fully, then please follow this podcast because every week you'll hear more stories from people just like you who took imperfect action towards their goals, created more joy, and are living the life that they always dreamt of living.